welcome to Idols, Icons, and Eye Rolls, a Survivor Recap Podcast. We're your hosts, Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irolls for behind-the-scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.irolls at gmail.com. We're so thankful for all of the love and support so far. Keep checking out our Instagram and telling all of your friends about our podcast. If you're interested in supporting our ongoing project to improve our podcast, please head over to our anchor.fm website where you can become a monthly supporter and donator to Idols, Icons, and iRolls. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Idols, Icons, and iRolls. We are so excited to be jumping into episode five, which is part one of season 32 which is Brains, Bronze, Beauty, part two. Woohoo! Woo! Um, before we get into it, I have three personal things to get out of the way that I just want to let the people know about. One, <laughs> I have a window open in my room because it's hot. So sorry if there's background noise. Now onto the two really important things I have to say. <laughs> two, we are recording this mere hours before Fearless. Taylor's version comes out at midnight. Um, so I really hope that everyone's listened to it by the time this episode is released. And I That's am not a requirement. That's not it. a requirement. <laughs> I didn't say I said I hope everyone has listened to it. Um, and I am wearing I am wearing Taylor Swift just for since podcasts are not a visual medium. Um, and three, I want to shout out my brother David because he started watching Survivor this weekend and he started with season 28 and had a great time and is currently in the middle of season 33 and he and his roommates each have to pick a boy and a girl at the merge that they um want to win and my brother picked adam so that's kind of exciting (laughs) i'm assuming he's not listening to this (laughs) (laughs) yeah well my my question before we dive into everything else yeah is couldn't they just spoil it because this season is about like what four years old at this point i mean they could but i think that the, the, like they're watching it in the same way we are like most of the but time they couldn't they, google like i mean they could but couldn't anyone who's listening to this podcast google <laughs> and not, and not listen to Okay, so um, I guess a special shout out to all of our listeners who don't just Google the season and choose each week to tune into us. <laughs> I'm more thankful for you now than I was about two minutes ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are my personal things, so I'm glad we got them out of the way. <laughs> okay. So we're going to jump back in to the primary content of this podcast episode, which is season 32, Brains, Bronze, Beauty, part one. So um, my own personal disclaimer, and I mentioned this in the last episode, is that this is genuinely a season I really enjoy simply because of the characters on it. Um, again, I think it's one of those things where it's like we're starting with these seasons because they're really good and I have a lot of new players and they just kind of introduce you to it all. Um, but they're not the best seasons by any means. So that way you don't get the best seasons out of the way kind of a thing. So I really love this season. I know Nell has other things slash other opinions I don't, on it. I did it not enjoy it. I just, as I do with many Survivor seasons, I think I don't start to really get invested in the players until the merge. The merge. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just think some of the earlier episodes are like harder to get into because there are too many people to care about like and you (laughs) and you have to pick like a couple to really pay attention to and I also find that hard with like the brains bronze beauty of it all like the way they're divided I think it's like I don't know I actually don't know if I stand by that statement because I feel like it's pretty 
Not that there aren't beautiful people on the other tribes, but I think the beauty tribe is pretty clear. The Braun is also pretty clear, aka former KU basketball player Scott. I how was I was gonna talk about it. <laughs> I have a little to say, but we're gonna hold off on me saying it for a second. I guess the brains is maybe like the hardest to remember. But no, I don't mean remember. I think it's like what I like about when they're not split by like that. And this is like a fault of like millennial the Gen Z too. Like I think it's kind of fun. Gen X, she said millennial v Gen X. I think it's kind of fun when it's almost like random. I think they like they like to pretend that like putting them into like the brains bronze beauty is like right really like you're learning something from the way that they're divided and the way they yeah. play. Um, but I kind of like when it's just random. That no, is- I, I get. It. <laughs> so yeah, so they're split into brains, bronze, and beauty at the beginning of this season. Um, eighteen castaways, three tribes, obviously six on each tribe and right off the bat um I think my biggest thing which I mean I guess we've already kind of touched on is yet again there's a quote-unquote famous person here which is Scott former KU and I think Boston Celtics yeah so here's the situation I started watching And I was like, I know that name and I know that man. For those who don't know, I am from Kansas. I am a Kansas basketball fan through and through. I mean, this guy's a lot older than me, so I don't know if I have any memory of him ever playing. But like, I know the names of K basketball players. Like I'm, you know, and I think this guy was kind of a big deal. Like I knew his name. Um, And I think like halfway through the season or at some point I was like, holy shit that guy played for KU and not to spoil my thoughts on him but I think he's an asshole <laughs> and so it was really disappointing because I like to believe that KU is full of good people which isn't wow. true um, somebody fact check that please <laughs> I just said I don't I mean it's not true but it was really you like to believe it yeah and it was it was just kind of disappointing that he was like the representative of KU basketball in the survivor world um I think that they have so many other representatives they could pull now that's all I'm gonna say about Scott all right so we're gonna just jump right in now um to brains rounds and duty number two right off the bat um no like big spoiler in my opinion but the Braun tribe from this season is basically brains from season 28 like 2.0 they are as disastrous as chaotic and like you're just you just sit there and you go really really they make choices and they're just like weird like it doesn't there's not they're not clicking really it's it's just bad yeah um and then the other kind of thing you notice right off the bat is like for the viewers of the show which I would imagine are a majority of our listeners um they always have like the job or like the occupation that that person holds in like the real world next to their name when they speak and Debbie one of the characters I guess characters from the brain stride her job will always change because as part of her quirky and unique personality She says, like, she's held a lot of different jobs in her life. And so instead of putting them, putting her in a box, you know, Survivor Production allowed her to be displayed with all of these different job titles that were ever-changing. I would like to say that 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 made me laugh so hard. Like, it was clearly such a funny decision that production made. Because I'll say it. Uh, day one, she really, she was a lot to handle. Yeah. Like if she was, if I was on Survivor and she was a member of my tribe day one, I was like, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I just, the way she speaks, it's like belittling. I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Um, I don't know how anyone did. <laughs> yeah. I will say right off the bat, the Brains Tribe is not my favorite Yes. For a multitude of reasons, but specifically just because, like, there's Debbie and then 
that girl Liz, I, she thinks she knows how to do everything and like starts explaining everything to everyone, but then doesn't know how to do it and all of this stuff. And it's just very a lot. I was, I was gonna say classic brains, but that feels kind of mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you used to bully kids in high school? Is that what I'm getting? <laughs> no. <laughs> so. um, but then comes Peter's favorite tribe to ever exist always, the no, beauty tribe. Yeah, and this is like my favorite tribe of favorite tribes, the beauties. Yeah. So out of the six of them, I would say they were five fun. of them are great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. five are fun By, people, good yeah. people I would hang out with. And like beautiful and just great. Just Nick And those choke. five, we yeah, we should clarify. <laughs> Nick can choke. He's number six. Um, so Michelle, Julia, Anna, Ty, and Caleb. The way I'm rattling these <laughs> off from memory, this is something that I will probably die knowing. They're just, like, so fun. And, like, they're all just such great people in my eyes, in my perception. I love them. Um, so, yeah. The thing we neglected to say in this long, drawn-out <laughs> day one was that at one point, a fucking bug crawls into Jennifer's ear. I need to speak on this because... <laughs> I remember at first I was like, Jennifer, honey, (laughs) there's no bug. You need to chill. But then it kept going. And I was like, there's no way she's faking this. Like, I feel for her. (laughs) Not to be, not to be like, I feel for her. Like, I one time, wait, (laughs) this just came back to me. One time at camp. (laughs) one time at camp literally had an ant crawl in my ear and I was gaslit about it (laughs) no one believed me but I remember that an ant crawled in my ear and it is the most indescribably uncomfortable feeling a person can have for something to go inside your ear (laughs) anyway so Believe women, believe Jessica. There was a bug. <laughs> there was a bug in her hair, and it was like very much drama. But I, at first, was like you're annoying. But I mean, yeah. No, she was going through it because she then she's going. not getting any sleep because she has a bug inside of her ear, and it eventually it like crawls out of her ear, and they kill it, and it was like. It was traumatizing for everyone, not to make it about us, but it was traumatizing for us. I I remember just shocked and appalled. And like day one, that is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to jump to the first immunity challenge now that we've gotten here. Long story short, nothing big of note except for Darnell, who is on the bronze tribe. They have to dive into water and they're given goggles and he doesn't like hold on to the goggles, which apparently, according to everyone else on Survivor, is quote, rule number one of diving. And so he... As someone who is on a swim team, (laughs) it's just make sure the goggles are tight. Like, why would you hold on to them? That's not how you dive. And literally at Tribal Council, They were literally idiot. You idiot. That's rule number one. I was like, I went to know that. <laughs> so Darnell loses the goggles and they're not able to see whatever they need to see on the bottom of the ocean floor. So Ron loses the challenge and then they go to tribal council and before they go to tribal council though, Ty over on the beauty tribe, sweet little Ty, who we all love and cherish, spends not that long, but like long enough searching for a hidden immunity idol. Day one. Literally day one. I, it was foolish. He gets caught and it kind of puts him off on like a not great place to start because obviously people are like, what the hell? Like day one. Yeah. Um, But I mean, he doesn't find it (laughs) and it's just uncomfortable. (laughs) 
But this is when you begin to love Ty because at one point he pulls up a tree and he like says he's sorry to the tree and you're just like, oh. No, Ty, I love him. Anyways, they go to tribal council, the bronze tribe. (laughs) And they essentially can't decide if they trust Alicia um, and exactly what she's, what's going on with her because she's just kind of a chaotic ball of indecisiveness or if they're gonna just vote out Darnell for messing up the challenge. Um, and essentially they vote once, it's split between Alicia and Darnell. And then when they go to the revote, they all just are like, you know what, Darnell needs to go. We can work with this Alicia trust issue, but Darnell needs to go. And he leaves. So we go to episode two, I'm like a big spotlight on the beauties right at the beginning. Um, Ty, our sweet little man from like I'm guessing San Francisco (laughs) I don't know that feels right you said he's gay (laughs) let's see let's see San Francisco that's right no No, I just remember okay (laughs) so um Ty and Caleb who I do feel bad not uh, qualifying him as a famous person earlier when we were talking about Scott Caleb was on Big Brother (laughs) I believe that is not a famous person Sorry to the Big Brother fans out there. He did not win, but he was on Big Brother 16 um, for anyone who watches. Um, so yeah, Caleb and Ty were like two very different people. They're like bonding and they have such a cutesy relationship. This was when I started to be like, okay, I think there's like something in this season for me. <laughs> two guys being friends equals there's something in this season for me. <laughs> Um, but genuinely like they do have such a like the uh, they it's really like the opposites like they are the opposite of each other in like almost every way but it was they're just it was like you giggled you had a good time watching them no it was quality tv so like i just remember there being a significant portion of tv (laughs) devoted to caleb and (laughs) <laughs> and no, like literally. all the girls were, they were like, like trying the... to eat something and it was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the immunity challenge which i'm going to speak on later but it's essentially a brawn oriented challenge and the brawn tribe yet again loses again it's like how the brains in season 28 lost a puzzle challenge the bronze had to carry something big and they just couldn't do it fast enough <laughs> and then they lost and Right after immunity, there's basically everyone still wants to get rid of Alicia because she's still annoying and all of this. But at the same time, Jennifer, girl with bug in ear, that's now gone, is like, oh, maybe us three girls, Jennifer, Alicia, and Sydney, should now have an alliance against the two remaining guys and vote out either Jason or Scott. Which genuinely, you know, she's playing the game right off the bat. And is smart for her. But she talks too much, like specifically at tribal council, and essentially reveals that the girls have a plan to blindside Jason, I believe. Or one of the guys. Yeah, Jason. Which, obviously, silly. But I do chalk it up to the fact that she probably didn't sleep too well for the first couple of days because the whole bug incident. (laughs) So psychologically, she wasn't really there fully yeah, yeah the bug in the air of it all <laughs> girl i feel for you but you do have to stop talking <laughs> because then jennifer gets voted off and it's the end of the game for her and can't say it wasn't deserved <laughs> no, she we all saw it coming at some point it was like <laughs> um so yeah Episode three starts with... Starts with chaos. Um, Basically, there is, like, two... Both the beauty and the brawn has, like, a hidden immunity moment. So the beauty hidden immunity moment is Ty finally gets the freaking key to unlock the, like, hidden idol that he couldn't get um and so that's exciting and so he has an immunity idol but then at the bronze tribe there's a lot more chaos that happens and essentially 
Alicia, Alicia. Now I'm getting scared about how you pronounce the name. <laughs> Essentially, Al- Alicia, um, like has a, the clue to the idol, and so she sa- tells Sydney that she has this clue, and then Sydney, who is like, I don't really have any allegiance to you, is like, let's. I'm gonna tell Jason Scott. So then there is like this huge race. I remember the filming of it. They're like yeah. running through the woods, like to be someone holding the camera on Survivor. Dream. <laughs> yeah, but also the fitness tests tests <laughs> that you have to pass. Yeah. Absurd. But there's like this huge, like chaotic moment. And of course, it ends with Scott and Jason finding the idol. Yeah. Which was annoying, but. I do remember at one point, like, Jason and Alicia, like, brawling for the No, there was, like, the physical yeah. fights. And they I are like, bronze, I guess. Yeah, but if that's the thing about these. It's, like, I mean, that's the thing about Survivor. <laughs> but, like, it's always, like, I mean, you're a team until you're not. <laughs> Just uh, keep that one in your guys' brains. <laughs> so, yeah. Um we pan back to beauty and the only thing I have really had to speak on is that they had won chickens or found chickens at some point. And then Ty had this really emotional connection to the chicken, obviously um, as Ty would. And so then they agree to kill one of the chickens, which is like a really emotional moment for him and yada, yada, yada. This is the moment we start to not like Nick because Nick is basically like, why are you emotional over this? When yeah. everyone else is like, he's clearly going through something. Yeah. Also like screw you, Nick. Yeah. Have some emotion. Have some emotion. Care about people. Yeah. You don't just have to be a pretty face. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know anything about you. But I did. I I mean, you were being an ass. And then Ty feeds Caleb a piece of chicken and then like goes in for a kiss. And it was so cute to me because Caleb was like, are you trying to kiss me? And Ty was like, no. And then it cuts immediately to confessional and he's like oh, I was trying to but he doesn't have to know and I was like oh Ty no they were just you just had a good time with them you had a good time good with time. them so we go to immunity and essentially brains lose immunity LeBron barely pull it out at the end I think honestly Scott Jason and Cindy Cindy sorry Sydney basically like bulldozed Alicia to the side and we're like we're just gonna do this don't worry so brains lose and over our brains it had been like three pairs of two um and it was like Liz and Peter Aubrey and Neil Joe and Debbie and basically long story short Liz and Peter were trying to play both sides yada 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 but Debbie and Joe were like we don't trust you guys at all. So instead they just said, you know what? We're just going to go to the other side, aka Aubrey and Neil, and say, let's get you know, Liz and Peter. So they split some votes. Um, there's a three-way tie, but then when they re-vote, they just take Liz out and she goes home. And I didn't really feel anything personal because, again, the only thing I really remember about Liz is that she was like, we have to distill water like this and add chemicals to it. And eh, I know everything. I'm an engineer. Peter said F engineers. <laughs> if you're an engineer, get a new job. <laughs> Actually, all of STEM. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no strong feelings about it. Yeah. So then Move on to, to episode four, baby. <laughs> Bye. Um, episode four comes. Peter is angry because he's like, oh, I've now been blindsided. And he like throws a hissy fit. And he's like, I'm never going to defend any brains ever again. Once we go to a swap or a merge it's over for all you bitches which like doesn't feel like the good strategy to have if you guys aren't winning immunity challenges feel like that's gonna put a target on your back pretty quick dude pretty quick so we go to ever wore a challenge and i'm going to speak on more more on this later however this fucking reward challenge can die this is one of the most stressful experiences I have ever had watching television in my life. Ever. I was going to say in general. Most stressful experience ever. Probably in general, but like, I don't think I have ever experienced like 
a reality TV show where I was genuinely scared someone was yeah. going to die. Yeah. And that's what I felt. Because it's 115 degree heat. Is that true? <laughs> Did you just make that number up? You know we don't fact check over here. So long story short, they have to dig in the sand for these bags, which I feel like is pretty classic Survivor. Like bags are hidden in the sand. But for some reason, this one took, no one could find a bag. No, like it was taking light years. <laughs> it was insane. Like nobody could find a bag. And at first Debbie gets heat stroke and like they come over and they like take care of her. But she's like, she recovers. She's like, I'm yeah. fine. She bounced back. But she I just mean, knew she it. She did have a medical yeah. like, uh, have a medical moment. Right. Okay, so the brains had finished the challenge already. And Debbie's now like fine, everything's good. And then brains and bronze and beauty are then fighting really hard to finish and you know get second in some reward challenge. And so then they literally finally finish, and then the cameraman are like rushing up to Sydney because she's now like collapsed on the ground. Jason like, is like ill picking her up and pulling her into the shade and then you see Caleb just like stumble over into like shaded area and chaos just ensues they call over the medics everything's going wrong like nobody's doing okay and it was like really scary too because like Sydney had a doctor but like for a second I was like is anyone looking at her whoever it was like Jason whoever was caring for her was doing it like all alone and there was like no one kind of looking at them and so I mean like I'm not you know trust a doctor trust science (laughs) but I was I was stressed because I didn't understand what was going on yeah um but I mean or Peter if you would like to speak on Caleb's situation a little bit I'll I'll come back later to it I maybe but we should say as you no, as you were saying, all the attention was not on Sydney. Only Jason was taking care of her. Attention is on Caleb because long story short, his heart rate is dropping. And then they have to like medically evacuate him. Not because like, oh, this could become an issue, but because it is actively an issue. And Caleb like, tried to be like, no, I'm staying. <laughs> and they said, you actually don't get to say that in this moment. Yeah. Um, I think this is our first... Is this our first medical evac? I think so. I think so. Wow. Cheers. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm so sorry, Caleb. It was really scary. Um, This is our first medical evac, though, that we've talked about. And not our last. We have more coming. (laughs) We have more coming. (laughs) So, yeah, Caleb goes. They break the news. Yeah. It was really, it was, I, I, like, didn't really process that that was, like, a thing that survivor really like yeah i didn't realize i mean like you think about it but like it was really intense to watch like yeah people are actively risking their lives to play survivor. to dig in the sand yeah no disrespect to caleb that king no no that was um, not on any of the players no. um so yeah then they go back you know they finish they get whatever reward it was and um long story short alicia and scott get into a fight again it's not important what they fight about they just fight again so it goes to immunity and like we're breezing through this because surprise bronze lose again and right after brains and beauty had like left and gone back and like been like okay you have the night off and so it's just bronze standing there with jeff at the immunity challenge and scott is like look, Alicia's going home tonight. There's no question about it. Like, we don't, this is ridiculous. So Jeff goes, okay, well, we can just eliminate her right now. (laughs) We agree on it. And Alicia, like, is fighting it and says, no, I'm not going home. Like, I'm not going home like this. And so she, they don't do it. (laughs) So they just go to tribal council that night and she's unanimously voted out. Yeah, that's pretty humbling. Yeah. (laughs) be like no that's not it's what's gonna happen and then literally that's exactly yeah. what happens yeah so right. yeah she goes home um Bye. we care more about caleb leaving than we do alicia oh yeah yeah you mo- like you would already felt too many emotions to even yeah really i was i was burnt out i was yeah. exhausted i was drained so yeah we get to episode five um neil finds the brain 
immunity idol. Um, it's not as much chaos or drama as the other two. So it's like quick, he gets it, it's fine. And then they do a random draw for a shuffle um, with 13 people left. And they split into two tribes of six with Chan Lo having two brains, Debbie and Neil, two bronze, Cindy and Jason, and then two beauty, Michelle and Nick. Um, and Gondol, which is Aubrey, Joe, and Peter from Brain, and then Anna and Ty from Beauty, and Scott for Braun. And then Julia gets sent to live alone on Braun Beach. This was effed. <laughs> I yeah. would have cried for the entire time that I was on that island. Like, it just didn't really, like, seem like why I mean like whatever they have their like time that they need to have for episodes or whatever but like I think it's because Caleb had to get medically evacuated yeah they you're right As I have... started <laughs> but like to, it's so funny that like okay Caleb gets medically evacuated and they said mm. what's our plan b send this girl to live on an <laughs> island alone for 24 hours or whatever it was right as like, if they could have just made two uneven drives yeah because it was three days or maybe it was two but it was until the next it was till after I mean, the next tribal council yeah but they didn't have i mean they didn't have a reward challenge so it was just the immunity like it That's was like true. the immunity challenge so i think it was literally like 24 hours yeah. but like at first i was like is she gonna be on there for <laughs> three days yeah like, I was like that doesn't like whatever like I don't know I was just like this seems effed up like that yeah. doesn't seem fair to her and it frankly yeah. was not fair to her yeah so basically both tribes agree that they're gonna eliminate a beauty no matter what I get once it whichever one loses because it's like Julie is gonna take the spot of whoever gets voted out so it's kind of like, well, we don't want an extra beauty without getting rid of one, which kind of sucks for Anna and Ty and Michelle and Nick. And they're kind of automatically having to fight to save their spot. But Gondol loses and they go to tribal um, with this plan. Ty wants to play his idol, but long story short, Scott finds out that they're targeting Anna. And he's basically like, look, Ty, like, don't use your idol. Save it. You're not the target tonight don't worry about it but scott also knows about jason's idol and is and has not told ty about it so he knows that he has access to the super idol because long story short if you put together two idols you can get this super idol again where you can play it after the votes are read so he's like in his head he's like i need to keep this idol in my alliance so i can use it later so they target anna and anna goes home and we get to episode six so Julia comes back, she takes Anna's spot on Gondol. Um, and right off the bat, Queen Debbie is working everyone. She basically is pulling everybody aside. It's just like, this is gonna be our alliance. This is how we're going. Yeah, specifically she's Michelle. Chaos. Yeah. Big chaos. But like big player, which no, I love. Absolutely. Like yeah. I I I talked down on her earlier, and that's like mainly just because I think I like I find her a little annoying but I also find her really funny and like I don't I I find her annoying not that she's not playing the game I just think like she is a big personality in a way right um but I think she's definitely definitely a game player not yeah not belittling her belittling her gameplay at all no she definitely rubs you a certain way and that's fine and that's fine um but yeah Debbie essentially kind of tells Michelle look no you're with us we can play this game we can run this game and Michelle turns to Nick her fellow beauty on Chan Lo and is like okay Debbie wants to work with us we can do this Nick basically says no that's a stupid idea don't even think about that like don't worry us men have it figured out fuck Nick again that's all I have to say it sucks and yeah Basically, Michelle says, you know what? I don't have to deal with that. She is like, you know what? I'll play along with this little game as long as I need to, but I'm not going to work with him because he's going to speak to me in that way. Which we applaud. We applaud. Truly. Um, so yeah, we go to immunity. Yeah, Chandler wins. And so basically, they are in this situation where 
Aubrey and Joe are faced with the concept of voting Peter out. And they're like, okay, well, there are three brains on this tribe. And if we vote Peter out, we lose our mm-hmm. majority. And so they're like, okay, maybe this isn't something we should do. Maybe we should go with Peter and vote out Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, but then things change again. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, wait. What? Yeah, because then Peter, so Peter is working with Julia and Scott and Ty to vote out Joe. Peter wants to blindside Joe because he's over working with the brains. He doesn't want to be part of that anymore. But then Scott says, you know what? I actually don't like that Peter's trying to run this game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, everyone kind of starts to turn because they're like, because Julia kind of is like, I've only been in this tribe for two days and you're now treating me like you can control my vote. And so essentially Scott, Ty, and Julia all agree to vote Peter but they're worried about a tie. So they try to convince Aubrey. They're fighting to get Aubrey. And it goes into tribal council. It's really tense because basically it's like, it's either going to be everyone votes for Peter and sees him as a big threat, or they're going to target Julia just because she's another beauty. It's basically what it comes down to. And it's like kind it's not an all out brawl. Like some tribal councils have been, but it's definitely very tense. tense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they go, vote they come back and obviously there's a production value inserted here because the last vote read which we later learn is Aubrey's vote it is the deciding vote to vote out Peter but it was when Aubrey voted she had written Julia's name and then crossed it out and then wrote Peter because she was so stressed again I would like to applaud King, Probst, and the production team. The order that they choose to read the votes in yeah. is always iconic. But this, I mean, it's not like it was a hard decision, I guess. So maybe right. <laughs> too much applause. But like, we do appreciate when you really do make this the yeah. reality TV show that it should be. Exactly. And so Peter gets blindsided, basically. Because... Thank God. Thank God. And it comes down to the fact that he thought he was running the show yet again another example of somebody who thinks they're running the show and everyone says no not quite get out so that brings us to the merge and there's what there's 11 people left and it's four beauty four brain three brawn and i really am excited for post-merge and as we know, Nell is also excited for post-merge. I love a post-merge. Things start to get, I mean, I just think things are starting to get a little more exciting. And there are a lot of new dynamics and energies that yeah. get to interact with each other. Um, so I'm excited to get to that next week. Yeah, I definitely think that it's something where this post-merge is like, there's definitely still the alliances from their original tribes and some Absolutely. people are definitely holding on to it a lot stronger than others, but you begin to just see a lot of dynamics. And I don't know, I like the season because even though there's not one specific strong player, I would necessarily say there are definitely a few that stick out. Like I would say that out of these 11, like seven or eight of them are genuinely like playing the game and strategizing and, I really loved that. So that's what makes me really excited for post-merge. But yeah, that's our recap of the first six episodes of season 32, Brains, Bronze, and Beauty. Okay, now we'll get into the part where we talk about our idols, our icons, and our eye rolls of the first half of season 32. So, Peter, I don't know if you want to start with your idols moment. I will go ahead and start with my idols moment. So, for me, it's an immunity challenge. 
I briefly touched on this earlier, um, but it's specifically the immunity challenge from episode two, where the concept of it is they have to transport a 300 pound log down a like river or creek bed and like take it through an obstacle course. So, you know, in your mind, it's like Ty, like a five foot tall, maybe a hundred pound man is one person on a tribe. Whereas they have like a professional basketball player, a weightlifter, all of these other really strong people on the bronze tribe. And yet the bronze still managed to lose. And so this is what I mean. There were other factors. There was like a little slingshotty thing at the end. I know, sure, sure. But just the concept of a challenge that was, you know, built for the stronger people that was then lost by the stronger people was just hilarious to me because I just, it's like, again, if it's like the brains lost the puzzle, how 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 yeah that is like a classic part of the brain bronze beauty theme seasons you're like guys like beauty there's literally not a challenge designed designed in quotes for like a beauty team to win based on like the way they're split up like these challenges are very geared toward like physical activity and like solving a puzzle of some sort like come on (laughs) literally and yet the beauties were the only tribe to not lose an immunity challenge before the swap peter said let me hear y'all make some noise (laughs) all right so yeah that's my idol moment um now what's yours um my idol moment is the bronze idol rush um I just think that that moment is like one of those moments of Survivor where you're like, oh, this show is so absurd and like, but so good. And as we said, like the filming is so good. Like you are in the moment of them running for that idol. (laughs) Like you are literally running in the woods with them. Um, And I think a la Hunger Games, a la Hunger Games, a la Katniss Everdeen, a la what's the things that when they drop for them, (laughs) you know, like when, when the rich people can buy them like (laughs) ointment so they don't die. Sponsors, sponsors, sponsor gifts. Yeah. The sponsor gifts, like the (laughs) idol is the sponsor gift. Except really sponsor gifts go to one person. But <laughs> the idol is the sponsor gift of it all. And you are like watching these four people. Sydney, I love that she kind of said, I'm four gonna- grown adults. Four <laughs> grown adults. I just kind of love that Sydney was like, I'm gonna add a little fuel to the fire. I'm gonna go ahead and tell Scott and Jason or whatever his name is about <laughs> this idol clue that Alicia found. Like I just loved that. And then the filming of it all, the like fight. And then, I mean, I didn't love that it ended with Scott and Jason finding it, but it was just, it was a good TV moment. I simply could not agree more. Nothing else to say on the matter. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So now our icons of the season. Um, Nell, if you want to go ahead and start with your icons. I would love to. So for the first half, I picked two people. Um, The first person I picked was Sydney because I think that she was just a fun player to watch. She was like this strong, badass woman who wasn't really in the drama of the bronze team the way that a lot of bronze player were she was like not not messing with it in the same way that everyone else was and I think she was like really a fun competitor to watch um so I really appreciated her I thought she was a fun person um my second icon was Ty I love Ty um he quickly became like a reason that I was like super into this season not super but like it got me excited about watching the season more I think he is such a character and he didn't let like the concept of being on Survivor like change 
like his values or like who he was not to get deep but like he what like he really stood by like who he was as a person and I just remember him climbing trees early on and he got those horrific rashes or like cuts on his legs like he was just like such a fun loving character to watch and he like stayed so true to himself that you were like how can you not love him and I feel like that deserves to be applauded on Survivor. No, I definitely agree. So yeah, my icons for season 32, part one. I had a lot of difficulty whittling down the list. I came in with about six or seven people I'd like to speak on. I'm going to try to choose just two. Um, Sacrifices Peter Beebe makes for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So icon number one, and number one for a reason, Caleb. I could speak on this for an entire episode, but I won't. It's just he was quite frankly, in my eyes, like the heart and soul and the energy of the beauty tribe. Everyone loved him. Everyone got along with him. He was like just this sweet, pretty boy that everyone loved. And I just think it's disrespectful the way that he had to exit the game and as hard as he tried to stay in, he couldn't. You, and... you literally said do better at Caleb's heart. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to reflect on that one. Um, but yeah, long story short, I just, I don't know. I think that he really could have approached the game in a much different way. Having come from Big Brother and then also like, we saw how Nick reacted to like the tie and the girls of it all on the beauty tribe and to see Caleb take a completely different approach and just be like a good hearted person. I don't know. I, it really warmed my heart. I was, I cried when he left. I actually cried tears. I, it was just so upsetting. So yeah, he's my number one icon. Um, for my second person, I really want to choose a non-beauty tribe member, but I would be lying if I said that would be easy. So <laughs> I do think I'm going to choose. I, this pause is not for dramatic effect. I'm deciding in the moment because I'm trying to whittle it down. I'm going to choose Julia as my second icon because A, she was 19 years old at the time of filming. Like she is literally... I don't know how she A was right. All I was gonna say was clearly Survivor did not listen to Dear John by Taylor Swift where she says, Don't you think 19 is too young? They said no, we think 19 is the perfect age. Even so much I could say could take up a whole podcast episode on that one. Um, but no, Julia, I really loved her energy. I loved her vibe that she brought to the table. Um she seemed not a lot older, but she seemed like more prepared to be on the show than 19. And then also to be exiled to Broad Beach, not only live on her own, but live on her own <laughs> for like a few days on this beach. We'll disagree on the time frame of it all, but <laughs> I'll say a few days. And then to come back into the game and be ready to play and then make that move against Peter, literally just coming back into the game and being ready for that. I don't know. I just think that she has a really great personality. I'm like getting deep and emotional about a person I simply don't know. I just think that she was a really fun, vibrant person to have on the show and she was ready to play the game also. So yes, she's my second icon of season 32, part one. So now... Now is the time <laughs> for us to talk about our eye rolls. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to start with your eye roll. See, I have one eye roll and it's specifically at the Survivor production team, which for the purposes of me being cast on Survivor, I really hope they never listen to this. However, I'm just confused about the setup of the specific reward challenge when three people got heat stroke and one person had to be medically evacuated because I don't know why they had to bury the bags so deep in the sand that nobody could find them and it is infuriating to me that that was a situation that others had to go through in an unshaded 110 to 115 degree location in the sun in the middle of the day and they did not have to do that 
And I think that was fucked up. And like, whatever, it's the survivor of it all. They're like, welcome to hard things. But like, also, do you want someone to die on your set? Like, let's speak on it. I, I, I will give them like a little bit of the doubt. They probably did not think it was going to last as long as it did. Um, but like, could you, could, you could have done something when it started right. to maybe last a little. <laughs> right. And then maybe wouldn't have had three people suffering from the right. joke in 30 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm it's still mad about it. Still angry. So yeah, that's my eye roll now. Yours? Um, my eye roll. Oh, my eye roll is Ty being caught searching for the immunity idol day one. Mm-hmm. Ty is my icon. I love Ty. But dude. Uh, <laughs> and it's so frustrating because you literally hear the girls being like, we like Ty. Like, he's our dude. Like, okay, he's nice. Like, maybe we should work with him. And then they literally catch him searching for the immunity idol alone and they're like we don't trust him the way we thought we did and it's like bud like obviously we applaud an immunity idol search you should be looking for the immunity idol but I think maybe coming on a little too strong too quick and not doing it in like a well thought out way was just very I was like bud you've come on you've seen survivor before like (laughs) Don't start Girly pop. Girly pop. Survivor. <laughs> exactly. I feel like Ty really got his girly pop welcome to Survivor moment in that because he yeah. really had to be like, okay, I'm not playing. Not playing in my own backyard. Mm. <laughs> Fourth time facing new experiences, new struggles on this island that I might not have before. All right. So those are our idols our icons and our eyebrows of season 32 part one we'll be right back thanks so much for listening and be on the lookout for episode six where we'll talk about the second half of season 32 brains bronze and beauty there's a lot of memorable moments to recap as this season gets really exciting at the end As always, follow us on Instagram, follow and review our podcast wherever you're listening to us, and be on the lookout for plenty more content to come your way.